Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, or good evening, depending on what time of day you have tuned in. Au nadhani kama kawaida yetu kuhesisha mambo habari za saizi hiyo nadhani muda wote ule wa siku. Yep, yep. Um, you have tuned in to What if we keep it real podcast. Uh, my name is Ben Oden, niko na mwenzangu hapa. Um, Henry Sondo. Uh, and like we did last week today we are still continuing the conversation of this whole idea of the process right na leo tuna mtu ambaye amekuja kututembelea hapa kuzungumza na sisi ambaye ni mtu mkubwa sana huyu yeah leo tuna wish tungekuwa na mashine ya kupiga makofi lakini hatuna hatuna makofi yetu sisi wawili yatawafikisha nyinyi wote exactly uh, so to introduce uh, our guest today uh, his name is Victor Mwenda and huyu jamaa yani Nadhani anakuja kumwandikia vitabu kwa mbele ya safari huko. success uko. story. Yeah, huko mbele kutoka yeah. vitabu huko yani uh, people like bana when I grow up I want to be like Victor Mwenda. <laughs> like to, 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 to break it down for, for you guys. Uh, Victor Mwenda is the MD of Transcend Group. Mm-hmm. Sasa nadhani hilo neno kwanza group hilo linajielezea yeye. Inamaanisha hapo chini hapo kuna vitu vingi vingi. Yaani jiongeze. Yeah, vitu vingi vingi na vitu vikubwa vikubwa. Right. Uh, Transcend Group uh, is an organization that basically uh, exists to empower social organizations, uh, government institutions pamoja na private sector to operate in excellence kwenye areas of project management, investment planning and portfolio, and portfolio management, infrastructure and capital projects development. Right. Sasa watu wanataka kukutana na Victor huyu hapa ambaye huyu Victor MD, you know. Yeah. Victor the MD of Transcend Group. Uh-huh. Uh, it's very easy kufikiri kwamba Victor alitokea hapo. Ah, kwanza usimshushe. Ah. Kwanza usimshushe. Uh-huh. Kuna vitu tumevisahau. Kuna kitu bwana kinaitwa transcend enterprises pia. Si ndio hivyo? Kuna na, transcend enterprises na, na kuna jambo jingine ambalo atakuwa surprise. Hiyo tutaachia tufike. Tutafika shida. Yeah. Sasa fortunately for us we know Victor personally. Uh, na in fact the fact that we know him personally ndio sababu tumemwalika hapa kwa sababu tunaamini kwamba unajua his life story and his experiences right. uh, will serve to inspire na kumotivate watu wengi sana most definitely uh, and since tunajua kama Mungu ametubariki kuna hii platform i think it's only right that we give him the platform to right. inspire others out there most definitely so, so, again the theme that we've been talking about um, is the process kwamba unajua kila mtu anapitia process and in fact kuna watu ambao kipindi hiki cha covid 19 wa, wapo kwenye process unajua right. because unajua they've lost a job business is bad right. um, lakini katika kipindi hiki kicha covid 19 wakati watu wanapitia process victor ndo anang'aa zaidi sasa kwa hiyo kuna vitu ambavyo victor anavifahamu ambavyo najua kitushirikisha sisi it's going to speak into the life of someone either kumpa mtu, yeah kumpa yeah. mtu matumaini au kumpa mtu practical things that they can do in this time of uh, process uh, ili kuweza ku propel their life or their career or their business yeah. to the next level yes. sasa tumeongea mengi sana na tungependa kwanza tumkaribishe uh, Victor Victor welcome so much to the What welcome, If We Keep It Real podcast um, sasa kwa kwanza sisi of course tumekuongelea kwa ufupi unajua kwamba Victor unachokifanya wewe na Victor sasa hivi huyu hapa lakini if you were to introduce yourself ungeweza kuongezea nini katika ambacho sisi tumekizungumza tayari ah kwanza nishukuru sana uh, kwa kunipa fursa hii kuja hapa katika I'll call this a stage right it's a privilege to step on your stage you two guys it's mm. it's amazing and thank you for starting this initiative it's a huge blessing i believe and to serve people and i know the stuff that is going to come out of this it's going to um elevate mm. the young people my heart is for the young and the young adults and the young people because i see 
um, this is kind of an investment you're making right. to help open minds and open the hearts and the eyes of the many young people that are Absolutely. out there and they are trying. They have just a glimpse of ah, the future and they'll talk about it, but they don't know the journey to that place, the process right. to say, mm. the process. So uh, for me, how do I introduce myself? Um, I am a business missionary. That's how I introduce myself oh, most of the okay. time. <laughs> business missionary. <laughs> yes. So I'm a business missionary. I don't just do business. I'm here to serve. Right. Along the way, I'll make money. Mm. So that's my core. So I have so many ideas, but any idea that I have, any business that I have, if it's not to serve people, mm. I am not in business. Right. Uh, so that is how I always introduce myself. Uh, if the stage in which I'm standing allows, because some places, um, uh, you know, like the missionary thing doesn't work so well, but that is the core of my heart to serve right. and to love. If uh, something I've learned along the way is, um, I'll talk about what where I am and how I've gotten there. But the key thing um, has been to to love people, even as you make money. Mm. To love people as a businessman, and many businesses. And today I was listening to a, uh, a TED talk, and they were asking where, why, why, why some multinational with uh, incredible resources and human resources. Every, maybe after 24 years, they die and they have all the minds to make the strategy. And uh, these guys articulated one thing that I want to share here, that leaders that serve with the right priorities mm. are whose multinationals live and make profit for a long, long, long time. Mm. Uh, most of the people, when you ask them when they have a business, what is your objective? What is your priority number one? Mm. They'll say profit mm -hmm. and then to serve customers, and then third, they'll say to serve employees. But that's a recipe for death mm. Mm. of your organization. Right. And this guy really articulated, I don't remember his name well, I would have quoted him, and this is, not my, this, this is not my content, I'm just sharing what I had today, is that most that exist for a long and impact and multiply their revenues, their priority number one is love. Mm love for their employees. Mm -hmm. And when you love your employees, your employees will love your customers. Oh, yeah, that's good. So uh, that model is one unconsciously I've been applying, but today somebody articulated it very well. Mm -hmm. And I think that has been my driver. First okay. foremost, to love. Okay. Love is always your number uh, one priority. Yes, that's the fuel that keeps you going. Not right. necessarily profit, not to get things done, not to check things off your list, uh, not to arrive at a destination like me. Love, Akikisha, along the way, every step of the way, love is what keeps you going. So, Sabita, Nadani. And love for the right thing, though. Exactly. Love for the right thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're all Christians here. Uh, yes. And in the Christian uh, narrative, especially when you're Biblia, you always find when you are to accomplish it um, they always had that big moment of faith um, where something happened, something was ignited in their life. Mm -hmm. uh, Joseph had the dream. Mm -hmm. His mind was somewhere else. Yes. Um, Abraham, of course, we all know, we all know his story. Yes. 
yeah, where he is calling him into. Mm-hmm. David, so many of them you know, where there's something happened in the moment he can ignite faith. Mm-hmm. So of course before we started the show, mm-hmm. I think there was a trip mm-hmm. that was the big moment of faith for you. Mm-hmm. So and then we go from there. Um Kwaala ambao ajui tuko wapi tuko Tanzania yeah, yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, ni kwamba vile wa Kenya wana pronounce Tanzania na wa Tanzania ni vitu tofauti <laughs> lakini ni nchi ile ile yeah. yani kwa kweli mimi mwaka 2008 mm. nilikuja kuwatembelea rafiki zangu hapo nyuma tulikuwa tumekutana katika event ambayo ilikuwa inaitwa prayer breakfast okay. na prayer breakfast ni platform ambayo viongozi wa nyadhifa tofauti tofauti na matabaka tofauti tofauti viongozi wa siasa wa dini wa biashara wanakuja pamoja kwa lengo moja yeah. kumuomba Mungu ili akabariki shughuli za nchi na za biashara zao na za shughuli zao zingine so um, of course nadhani begin in in the US but it's, it's a traditional thing that happens okay. and each country is that is that a yearly thing it's annual once okay. per year okay. and so it happened that these friends of mine had visited Nairobi and so we met at this event and we connected and then i told them guys i'm coming to visit so in 2008 is when i came and visited dar es salaam and um and when i came man i felt home mm. i felt home I felt home and I told these guys actually when I came the, the other people that I met is Masanja Mkandamizaji he remembers because oh, okay. uh, we hanged out a little bit and uh, it was fun it was fun and that was the ten Mkandamizaji yani yeah. Masanja mm-hmm. and he's been a very good friend of mine we've both seen transformation and transition in our lives and uh, he always a friend and even now I involve him in whatever I do but to backtrack a little bit Um so when I came and I, I realized this place my heart connected with this place I told these guys I'm coming back so then I was working with uh Pricewaterhousecoopers on a project actually mm. and I think the project I was handling actually was a Zanzibar project mm. I was doing an analysis about Zeko there was a time there was a huge power shortage right. in Zanzibar mm. so uh Pricewaterhousecoopers was involved in trying to figure out how that can be sorted sorted and uh, so i handled that project and after that project i think i packed my stuff and came to dar es salaam my stuff in a suitcase i didn't know uh, i mean how i'm going to 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 uh, to to survive and all that but i knew one thing that i'm meant to be here mm. that was the most important thing that my heart had peace that i'm meant to be in dar es salaam so you didn't have all the answers no this is where i'm supposed to be yes and you took a step of faith yes 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 let me just take you back a little bit mm-hmm. you said you knew your heart was in tanzania yes i want to know what led to you believing that this is where you're called to be i felt peace mm-hmm. and all along you know i believe i'm called to reach out to the young people and i felt man this is the place i need to come and live and spend my life mm-hmm. with the young people of tanzania right mm-hmm. and um, so i came and i started i started i i didn't know how i would start but i what i came i looked for what to do mm-hmm. and there wasn't much i didn't find any work and i gave myself work to look for work 
Oh. Yeah, so I started <laughs> applying. I started applying. I did like 200 applications. Mm. And actually, I started getting some response. So I got a response from uh, Pepsi to be an, a finance person in Mwanza. But I felt, ah, man, I think this is the place I need to be. So I, I, I turned that down and I stuck to Kibarua Institute moja ilikuwa inaitwa nadhani ipo hata sasa mm. uh, inaitwa Enrich Africa okay. na ilikuwa ni training training uh, institute ambayo ilikuwa inafanya na recruitment na nini mm. kwanza hapa kwa kweli nilipata burden kubwa zaidi ya kushiriki huduma na vijana mm. so one of the projects ambayo i handled was to do a graduate recruitment program from Bayer Cement okay. so i got an opportunity to interview more than 100 Mm. student fresh graduates mm. and men talking to these people i felt so so pushed to do something mm. about these young people to give them hope i saw people who did not have hope and people like they were just they needed somebody to speak life to them mm. and to also some they had so much potential but they needed others needed just to be shaped Yani you you know you graduate with a degree yeah. but that is not enough to give you a job mm-hmm. you need to package it yeah. you, both of us can have the same degree but my degree can fetch mm-hmm. uh, a position while you're still looking for a job yeah. based on of course god is also a, a big factor but you also have to find a way of branding yourself right so that is the area i felt like i need to talk to find avenue how can i how can i give this guy a sense of um personality belonging right. self worth right. and so um i i worked in this uh, institution for some time maybe nine months or so and i was doing a lot of recruitment amazingly also pepsi was my client yeah so under this umbrella and uh, i worked with my director he was called shekar and we became good friends right and actually i when i came it was him and one employee and then when i came it's, we started growing and i recruited some few people like five and we started growing and the company grew and to cut the long story short and that was my stepping stone but when i came also i, I had a vision so with my friend we registered a company mm. that was the, that was our first company and it was called cactus Cactus. 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 In 2009. Okay. Well, you, you, you came to Tanzania kwa mara kwanza in 2008. Yes. Uh, you go back home, you pack up, your, you finish the project, you come back to TZ, spend, you send 200 applications, over 200 yeah. applications. Yes. Uh, you get a job offer, you're like, this is a distraction, you say no, you finally get a job, nine months into the job, means TZ and Peter, when I left here, I was going to Cactus. Yes. Uh-huh. Tunafungua kampuni inaitwa Cactus. Ah meanwhile bado nafanya kazi. Bado nafanya kazi. Actually hii kazi na Enrich bado. Eh hapo Enrich. Na hii kazi by the way ni mtu kwanza zile ambazo nilikuwa nimeapply hakuna ambao nilipata kama kama request ni kama invitation and all. Hii ilikuwa ni referral. Okay. Another friend of mine from Makerere 
nilikuta naye tu kimeujiza alafu ndiye alikuwa ni rafiki ya Shekar no. ndiye akamwambia huyu hapa anaweza kusaidia ndio hivyo nilianza na mwezi wa kwanza hata sikulipo ilikuwa ni volunteer mm-hmm. uh, wiki za kwanza kwa sababu wiki za nilifanya wiki mbili mm-hmm. alafu sasa ndio akaona mm, huyu siwezi mpoteza akaanza kunipa nauli mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. i had my right there well, basically yeah. yani ulianza kufanya bure kiufu bure yani bure kwa sababu wa, vijana wengi sana wanataka kukaa nyumbani tu yeah. kwa sababu hawajapata sehemu ya kujishikiza na wakipata wanataka pesa yes, nikwambie even just working you know some places even you can work and you pay to work there yeah. because the experience you get is more nobody is going to give you mm-hmm. so i said man it's rather be valuable than just stay home mm-hmm. and so i started working and i my own nauli zizi za kuombaomba hapa na pale wazazi nini sasa hivyo sasa hivyo unajua ilikuwa na a lot of conflict between me and my family because they felt i shouldn't I shouldn't be in Dar es Salaam there was better opportunity in Nairobi and there was you know like they started using net their network in Nairobi people are calling me there's a time even as an assistant minister called me is come he was trying to get me a job at a cooperative bank in Nairobi and all that and I said no I think I'm happy here I'm happy I'm happy because this is where my heart is and how you're still not getting paid no and I'm happy yes I'm okay. actually borrowing some money to eat to connect wow. to to you know like mm. to live by and um kwa hivyo tukaenda hivyo na nakwambia mshahara wangu wa kwanza ulikuwa ni nadhani ulikuwa ni laki mbili kwanza ilikuwa ni nauli wiki ya ile ya tatu mm-hmm. alafu baada ya mwezi ndio alikaanza kunipa laki mbili mm-hmm. mwezi uliofuata sasa kwa sababu sasa hii biashara imeanza kuwa na, na pia ana wasiwasi anaweza poteza huyo jamaa yeah. akaongeza laki nne hivyo mm-hmm. so ilienda hivyo by the time natoka ilikuwa ni kama laki nadhani laki sita kama nakumbuka vizuri yeah. Ya yeah, ndio hapo sasa nika Kwa hiyo focus yako ilikuwa ni kuonesha value yako. Value. Kwa sababu yani my value will speak for itself. For itself. Na hapo kipengele hicho. Um even if you have a PhD mm. but you don't give value to your employer, yeah. you're useless. Mm. It is the value you give that keeps that business going. Yeah. And that is what we need to train ourselves. How how best can we give value? even when you are a business owner mm. or an entrepreneur it's fancy to say i'm an entrepreneur but what value do you give what needs are you meeting for the yeah. people because that's how you form a sustainable business yeah. you look for how best with my passion and all that stuff which area do i feel like i can serve the people best and mark it is serve yeah it's about serving mm. Over those years I've been working serving is the thing when you have a mindset where you want to serve people mm-hmm. and not to put the priority of profit ahead mm-hmm. that's a problem mm-hmm. that's a problem so for you I think I think and, and that says when we were, your focus was to serve for your money was just a byproduct it's a byproduct it's a byproduct and your focus was on serving, serving meeting the needs when you're helping the recruits helping the company grow and the result of that nikomba your employer saw the value you were bringing for you akona bana i say let me reward you the value creation about mfanya exactly and then okay the more value the more he increased the, um, your pay so, so, so and what? not only that mm. but because do you know you're not just serving your employer mm. you're serving the client mm. and that's the way i got my next stepping stone mm. 
where um, along the way I was serving and I was serving very well. And so somebody saw my service, mm -hmm. the quality of my service, and they recommended me to the next employer that employed me and helped give me a big portfolio while well, I was young and I was heading a group of company again. Yeah. No wonder I have a group of company, yeah, yeah. but I, I, I got to work for a, a company called, I think it used to be called Wimbrod Investments. Okay. But, uh, Uvutoka hapo enrich. Nikapewa sasa kazi kubwa zaidi. Ukapata kazi kubwa zaidi. Yes. At the same time, on the side, kuna... Cactus. Cactus. Yeah, along with cactus now, because we also had an ambition to make, to to have, to farm, mm -hmm. we formed another company called also Ta Tanzania Mega Farms. So, is it cactus, was it already operational? It was operational. Okay. And actually, our first contract was to cleaning services for FedEx. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Felix was your first client. Our first client. We used to get like, I think we used to get like, uh, it was one of the offices and we would get like 250,000. Okay. Yeah. And it was a good, yeah. a good, uh, because it's a side, yeah. a side hustle. Right. Um, but eventually, uh, the directors, uh, we were five of us. Uh, because, you know, like when you come here also, you have to adhere to the law of the land. Yeah. And as a foreigner, I cannot just own my company. And it will also be, if it, I have to go through TIC and it will be very expensive. But because my agenda was not just, it was not me. It was empower others. So we formed as a, uh, with five others. And then um, along the way, some of the partners actually passed on. Okay. Actually, I think three or so, they passed on. But, and then that company, we shut it. Okay. And the Tanzania Mega Farm, we had other partners, but also they lost focus. Um, this thing, you know, this process, the process, uh, it's not always, the process helps you to know mm. which is, which is the, f the correct, um, uh, what can I say, fit for mm. you. Right. Who are the correct people that fit in your vision? Right. So, and um, how fast you can realize the right people to work with right. mm -hmm. um, creates um, the ease in which you'll be able to actualize your dreams. Mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's a process and it's, it requires a lot of discipline and power and courage to say, oh, no, I cannot work with you. Mm -hmm. I cannot work with you. There are friends of mine that I love so dearly. That I told them, hey guys, you know what? I can never work with you. I can never do business with you. Mm. And it's you not know, that but I hate you. Learned, it. You learned that the hard way. So the say. hard way. Combined, uh, when you came in, you got your yes, you have ideas, yes. you have friends, you start the thing with well, yes. una kwenda moto yes, yes. So no one kept up. So it's more like una panda mlima yes. instead of yes, yes. Just, okay. Yes, and many people uh wanna wanna get stuck up. Mm. Una get stuck with people that are not going to get you where you want to get. Right. So you, you better be stuck with people who challenge you, people who are better than you, people who can see far, people who can see the vision, who can see the way you see, people who compliment you, not people yeah. who drain your energy. They do not, you're always dragging and dragging and dragging. Yeah. So at the, at the end of the day, we thinned out all these people and we, I remained with one of my friends that came to Nairobi and yeah. he's called Dr. Bonus okay. and we've stuck together. Yeah, I know Dr. Bonus is... Uh, is this the same Dr. Bonus? Yeah, yes. he's part of your company to this day. So yes. He's your partner with uh, Transcend Group. Yes, all the companies is my key partner. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, because you know, that's... One of the things, I guess, the other thing that you've learned in your process mm -hmm. is who's the right person to partner with and like you said, to actualize your dreams and to actualize the vision that God has given you. Yeah. So the right partner is one that understands your vision because mm -hmm. even if he is my partner, 
he also has his own calling. Mm. He's a medical doctor. Right. And um, we have a big and long-term vision for our business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, he knows my values. Yeah. And he supports me in my values. Mm. And we have common values. Mm. And also, we are not the same. But we can see and move towards the same direction. Right. And then to know the right partner, it's one that will tell you the truth even when it hurts. Yeah. Mm. The truth even when it hurts. It's not one who will sugarcoat, amen, when you're not consistent, you're not disciplined, you do not have financial discipline, you do not have good excellence. Upper awezi in a bid to improve. Mutambay na kwambia zile mahad talk, eh? Ndio huyo, the right partner. Lakini pia ni razima hawe ni partner na maono. And then one that doesn't give up. Because this process, it's up and down and up and down. You're going to have something that still pushes you along. Yes. Yeah. And this thing I was telling you about uh, quick execution. Right. Because um, something else I've learned along the way is that you have to be first. Mm. Yes, we are serving people and all that, but also you need to be first. Because sometimes you even don't know. You have an idea, but even you don't know exactly how is it going to work. Mm. But the first thing you have to do is to try, is yeah. to move. You have to step out. Go for it's it. Like try and error. Let's just so, figure so, it out. Yes. So don't wait for perfection. N- no. Jump. Actually, some entrepreneurs who, who, who their business die in the business plan. Ah, yeah. Without mm. and yet like other it. entrepreneurs. Business dies in the business plan. Yes, and other entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, their business plan is made later, even maybe five years later. But the idea oh, comes yeah. and they start to meanza na kufanya because apa you can't figure out everything. You first have to make the step. And I don't know how this is going to happen, but I'm going for it. Yes, you're going for it. And you realize, okay, because there's this this philosophy of quick execution. Mm-hmm. And so you're trying to set up a business and you don't know all the nuts and bolts. Yes. Yeah. And you along the way, you find out, okay, this way, um, you hit a head. And then you, you shift a little bit. Uh, which way? From here now, how, how can we move on? How can we move on? Okay. Oh, is this the end? If it is the end, don't waste time. Shut it. Set another one. Move. Mm. So you have to move. There are so many ideas that we've dropped along the way that are until also, and I'm not saying that we should not be focused. Mm. Because also focus is a very, very important factor right. along the way. Because as an entrepreneur, we are so enthusiastic about different ideas. And there are some uh, entrepreneurs have come, very young entrepreneurs I've met and Sometimes they run away from me because I ask them, every time I meet them, I'll ask them, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, every time they're doing something different, every time they're doing something different, every time they're doing something different, and man, there's no way you can make it that way. Right. Still, even if you have to bend the way, mm-hmm. but you, you have to have some focus. Mm-hmm. So, so how, how do you balance the two versus, sometimes it could be a blurred line between focus and quick execution. Sometimes quick execution, sometimes you can like the focus because you're just going, 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 going. And then you lose that focus. How, how are you able to balance the two? Um, uh, quick focus, a uh, quick execution, it means that you don't wait for perfection. Right. You start it. Mm. You start it with what you have. Mm. Sometimes we have more than we need. We need mm. And we have more than we know we have. Right. Sometimes it's the people, the network. And, there is, and sometimes actually we don't need so much because some of the entrepreneurs, they feel to start because they are looking for capital. Mm. And some ideas, by the way. You don't need so much capital. You need to find out market for your idea. Mm. 
and some people, even some market will actually advance you the money to execute. Mm. So it is, and when you start focusing, that's when you are able to know, okay, which way. And so all you have is all both of them work together. Mm. Yeah, just as you said, like, so most of the time you have all that you need. Like, yes. Okay. Mm. Yes. So, so, so to go back to what you were, you know, the story of uh, Victor. Yes. Uko and Rich, umefanya pale mizitisa, umetoka pale na because you did, I guess you created value for the organization and a client saw that value, you got offered another job, you yeah. went into that other job. What happened after that? So when I went to that other job, this job, man, I worked and I said, okay, let this be my season where I work 24-7 mm. because it was different things in the same umbrella. So many things I did, clearing and forwarding, I did stationary supplies, mm. I did, I did actually manage a distributor, a key distributor in Da for TBL, mm. and also we were also distrib key distributors in Dodoma. Right. So I laid out the network. So it was a good experience. Mm. I networked and I got also to get some good, good network mm. of people, key high net worth people mm. that I helped, uh, even the then, um, um, uh, regional commissioner then I call it Sadiq. So I did some uh, some jobs for him and and other people, key businessmen like Mr. Mze Kachuma, and uh, so and also my then director used to be called William Robogo. Mm. And honestly, this guy like impacted my life with his wife, mm. impacted my life with um, they poured into me um, the ins and out of running a business from scratch. Mm. And so I worked for them, like, I think I worked for them for one or so, one and a half years or so. And then from there, that's when I moved to work with the church for logistics while I still started to establish my company. This is the Ocean Church? Yes. So Kwahio, this is interesting because Tanzania, you get the vision, um, you know this is the right place to be, you say no to an opportunity, you start working for free. Yes. Create value for your employer. Your employer sees the value and compensate The clients see the value, they poach you. Unapokuwa poached becomes a training ground that where you would learn the ins and outs of the business when you are which is Sasanao Badala could create value, they are creating value in you. Yes. And that experience is an experience that you take when you guess greater value into your later yes. endeavors. Okay? Yes. Yes. So to to press on that is that sometimes we we get to work. And actually I don't believe that you it's good before even you become an uh, an entrepreneur. Mm. Work somewhere mm. to learn. Shadow someone. Yes. Some more experience. Yeah. Yes. And get experience because it's you can be illusion that you can be a good entrepreneur mm -hmm. before you even know how to run even an organization, before you even be able to lead one person. So, and even when in a harsh place, there's a lot that you learn in such an area. Mm -hmm. So that is how I, I got. I got a lot of wealth of experience and also network. Mm -hmm. Network. It helps you a lot to have that network. So that is how I got to that group of company as I was the GM, mm -hmm. the general manager, given a car, they helped, they would pay for my house and all that. But the only break I had was when I was at church. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that one, I put it a condition that Sunday, I'm going to church. I'll come to work. After, 
So I would go to church mm. at the ocean, and then I'll go to to work in the afternoon. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So that's how. But I also when I, when you're working for somebody, give your best. You know the way the Bible says. Uh, for, Whatever your hands. Uh, yeah. Yes. Well, the masters, these masters, your employer is your master. Mm-hmm. By the way, when you get an opportunity to serve, serve with all your heart as though you're serving God. Mm-hmm. Because that is how you get blessed. That's those how you serve people is what opens the door for you. God rewards people who are faithful in serving others and serving how you serve your. So em- work at it like if like it was as if it was your business. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, as if and you diligent and you're careful with their resources and that is what elevates you. And when you set your own, the same. And God blesses you really with people. ingrained in you. Ingrained so. in you. And also you attract the same kind of people right. who have that mindset. So anyway, from there I joined the ocean. And at that time, by the way, I'm still going to fellowships. I would go to Tahira mm. every week. Every, Bezi, 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 Bezi Beach. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would go to... Ad, I would go to every meeting where I would go to DPC worship. <laughs> yeah. Present worship. Yes, present worship. <laughs> yeah, and my friend, this was amazing and still is. And so I, I engage I engage a lot of uh, spiritual uh, enrichment in such platforms and also built another network. Mm. But at that time, actually, I had not yet started getting involved directly in ministry. I was still being ministered to. Mm. Uh, but I still knew that I would be ministered. There's a time I would come that would be the one to be offering the service to other people. And uh, so when, at the time I joined the Ocean in 2009, I think, or so, I got a mentor. I got a mentor and uh, this guy used to work for African U.S. African Development Bank uh, a fund. It's a fund that was set up for Africa to uh, by U.S. to to do development projects in Africa. So this guy was a finance person, and I connected with him because I'm also in finance. And so we used to have breakfast every end of month. We would go together at Mediterranean and we'd read the word, and then we'd talk about business. And I also you'd go with my other partner that now Dr. Bonas yeah. was part of that. And um, anyway, this is how he launched me to the ocean. He's the guy who invited me to the ocean. Mm. Mm-hmm. So basically, in your process, one, of course, you, the principle was work diligently, not for money, but to serve. Yes. Uh, create value. At the same time, uh, make sure that your spirit is fed. Yes. So constantly, don't let the hustle and the be grind Be in a fellowship. You. Yes. Always be in fellowship with yes. other believers, yes, um, and feed the, you know your spiritual side. And then on top of that, um, get connected with someone or people, I guess, who can who will speak into your vision and your journey. People who are where you want to be. Yes, I guess in this case, Nigeria, this mentor was someone who was already he's taken the journey at a higher level, and you want to get to that level. You have someone I'm better kushikam kono kusogeza pare. Kabisa. Yes. Wait. So, so I just want to ask you as well, like. During this time, even you, you, you're being ministered. Faith was being, you know, there was some kind of faith input in, into your life. Yes. I just want to know, before you get to this point, now we're starting on a trail where you're starting to see progress and success. To a certain yes, extent. yes. Now, what, what factor did faith have to get you to this point? Um, because I'm pretty sure when you landed in Kariako, as you said before, no, there I must did. have been some kind of yes. you know, doubt or maybe, you know, yes. that played a part. So. 
I was so convinced. You know, like in Hebrews, it says, faith is evidence of things hoped for, mm. things not yet seen. Yes. So I had like tangible uh, belief mm. of God was going to use me here. One, to do business. Two, to impact on the young people. Mm. And so when I got an opportunity to, to be at the ocean, I was still looking out, actually. How can I serve? How can I serve? And I started getting involved with the Sunday school. Mm. So that was my first area where I started serving and I served diligently. And and then eventually, I actually now, okay, um, with uh, Pastor Charles, mm. I, I got full-time and started doing logistics. Mm. It was full-time, part-time because I was still doing my things, but I was still had dedicated hours to serve at the church. Mm -hmm. And so we did a lot of projects. And one of my projects that I always look up to was we did a mega business summit. And Pastor Charles with his friends from the U.S. came and we did a very wonderful business summit um, that went actually. And Pastor Charles was very big on going to the mainstream. Mm -hmm. And um, his slogan was, the ocean is a Christ-centered culture-creating community church. And his philosophy was that you do not, your, your stage, this is your stage. Mm -hmm. And he, if he was here, he would be so proud of you mm -hmm. because this is your ocean right. platform. You, you've set up your stage and this is how you speak life and share your Jesus. Mm -hmm. And he believed that as a lawyer and that's wherever you work, that's your platform. Yeah. That's where you be. And you speak and share and spread the love. Mm, okay. So in he was key also to shaping my perspective about how you can be sought in wherever you are. Mm. And uh, so I worked for the ocean for some time. And then um, my friend, mentor, mm -hmm. recommended to be the next employer. Mm -hmm. It was an American company that was coming to set up here. Mm -hmm. And that time I had already uh, registered my other company now, the Transcend Enterprises. The first company I registered was Transcend Enterprises. So this is before Transcendent Group? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Transcend Group is very new, but okay. Transcend Enterprises was the first one. Uh -huh. And the things we did with Transcend Enterprises, the first businesses we did actually was Kusambaza Mayai, mm -hmm. Yakuku. Okay. Okay. So we'd buy and then we'll get from farmers and then we'll look for orders. And my fr we registered it with a friend of mine called Alex Kimanzi. Mm -hmm. And uh, we would uh, distribute eggs. And he had a Suzuki Vitara that would use <laughs> to do this. And it was very hard. Honestly, it was very hard. Uh, we didn't do it for long. Mm -hmm. Then we stopped. Right. Um, later, actually, that's when we, uh, Alex, uh, when Alex is a producer, actually Alex is the one who produces Bongo Star Search. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Yeah, so he went into production and then um, his interests went that direction. And then, uh, so that time then I asked uh, Dr. Bonas, can you join this company? Let's work. Mm -hmm. And then at the blessing of Alex, and then now we took the company with Bonas and that's where we are with, with Bonas. Okay. Uh, but the other company where I was recommended, actually it's very important the people mm. always build bridges. Do not break the bridges. Okay. So my mentor is one who recommended to the then company called Asland. They're trying to set up a farm here. Mm. And I think somehow they, anyway, from home, I'm a, my parents are farmers and all that. So most of the businesses that we then started, started getting through Transcend Enterprises were more agri-business related. Mm. So Transcend Enterprises then 
is a company that does a lot of consultancy on feasibility studies and project management. Okay. So, so, so transcendent in a panika, wakati you were working for the ocean? When I was working for Aslan. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was registered in 2012. Okay. Yes. So at this as, at this point you you've got you've registered trans, trans, transcendent Cactus and Cactus. Tanzania mega firm. And at the same time you're doing part-time yes. with the ocean. Yes. Okay. But my focus now begin to be um ocean I started I, I resigned from the uh, full-time okay. being uh, an employee and then I started volunteering. Mm-hmm. And that's when actually I started leading young adults. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then um and I was still working for Aslan and I was establishing my transcendent enterprises slowly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we started that's how we started working with transcendent enterprises. And then at one point, um Aslan did not pick up because of the, the it took time for the land. They were looking for land in Morogoro and it took so long to process. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the investors shifted to uh, Mozambique. Mm-hmm. Uh, but until today, we are good friends. And then I started dedicating my time to Transcend Enterprises. Yeah. So that's when you went full-time to Transcend Enterprises. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think listening to your story, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, like it seems you are a firm believer of the value that experience brings. Yes. yes. You don't care so much about uh, the money. Something that's going to be big. Like, mm-hmm. the experience that you gain from that. doing it yeah. is something that's going to impact whatever you're going to do next. Next. And how you execute and how you operate uh, in your business, is a result of all the experience that will culminate over yes. different things that you yes. have tried. I think even it's a lesson for, I guess, all of us. Uh, it's not about perfection. No. What doesn't fail is the experience. No. You get the experience uh, and then you carry it to your next thing. So now, looking at you now, you're successful, like at the same time, your situation is very unique in a sense that you see what we're talking and then that the fact that you can bear to even do that unajua watu wengine sisi tuko hapa mjini hapa hapa ndo nyumbani una shangazi yako una mjomba una mama una baba lakini bado una hofu ya kujaribu na today to do things you know sasa the fact that you left your comfort zone yes unajua an area that was comfortable ukaja huku and unajua started with nothing and constantly moving from one place to the next i'm sure you had many moments of doubt yes sasa many what wengi sana unajua kwenye hizo moments of doubt ndio ambapo tunakata tamaa that's when we Stop. give up that's mm. when like you said kama unajua kwa business plan uh, business inakufa unajua kwenye phase ya business plan kwa mm. watu wengi sana whenever we see an obstacle we encounter an obstacle ndio hapo tunakata tamaa sababu ni what maybe this is time to move on with my life yeah sasa first can you share a few moments when you were that happened to you and if they did happen what did you do to overcome the doubt mm. na kumove forward um Honestly, um, I can assure you, it happened, it happens, and it will happen. Mm-hmm. It's not like because it happened, it will not happen again. Mm-hmm. But it happens in different uh, levels, in different seasons. Mm-hmm. And honestly, um, my first was challenge. My first move was very challenging because, um, of course, 
it's kind of if actually I I tricked my family mm-hmm. that I'm coming to visit. But at the back of my mind, yeah. I knew mm-hmm. if I told them I'm not coming back soon, they will not let me go. Mm-hmm. And so I, that is the first. So when I came, two months, I'm looking for a job and all that. And, you know, like they are anxious, they are worried, I'm far and all that. But though even my schooling was not in Kenya, I schooled in um, in yeah. Uganda. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Uh, this one was, uh, when are you going to get a job? You know, also your family may pressure you because they yeah. think uh, there's this step here. You have, after this step, after finishing college, the next thing is you should get a job. Yeah. And uh, after you get a job, you and should get married. Of jobs, yeah, really. so there's, uh, you have to be in an office. Yeah. Um, and also after, after you work for a few, then they start pressuring, you need to get married. Right. Yeah, so that is the thing. But uh, so my first one was like, um, I need to get a stable job. And I, so that pressure sometimes would give you some doubts. Mm. Really, am I going to make it? Why, why? And every time, you know, you seek God and you're praying and all that stuff. But at the back of my mind, I knew, I knew and I knew that this is where, the the, the doubt was, am I at the right place? Mm. But I was convinced I'm at the right place. Mm. When you're at the right place, it's a matter of time. Yeah, through the process mm. that you'll get there. Right. It doesn't mean the process is over. Yeah, It's a continuous thing. Mm. Every day you learn new things. And I'll tell you, at the moment, at the season I am, when COVID hit, and there's an idea that I had for so long, and I've been working on it, and actually my younger brother, when he was doing his project for his bachelor's, I gave him that idea to try and develop mm. a website. And that time, the company we wanted to use for that, I gave him, the name I gave him was Huduma Hub mm-hmm. because I am big on serving. So I told him, I want you to uh, work on this Huduma Hub whereby people will be served. Like whether it is whatever kind of service, this will be a hub where right. people are served. Whether it is go shopping, if it is a fundi you want, we so have, it is, it is there. It's a website where you can source all these services mm-hmm. or even products. And when when I started thinking about it, and a few years back to track back, I looked for Uduma Habia. The lawyer asked to get this domain for us. He said it's not available. So that's how we ended with another uh, 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 name. And the closest we'd get is my service, because we believe service is big, Mm. serving people. And we wanted it to be in the name. Every time we mention it, we remind ourselves. This is our service the, to people. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not about us. It's about serving other people. Yeah. My yeah. Service okay. Yes. Yes. This is about serving people. Right. So we call it my service. And if you look at the logo, my is very small. Mm-hmm. And service is, it starts with so service is the capital. Yeah. It's not about me. It's about. It's not about you, but being done by you yes. people. Yes. Okay. So I'm the least in this formula. Mm-hmm. And so my service is how it's been up. Uh, has been incubated and propelled by COVID. Oh, okay. So COVID, when COVID hit, and some of our services, we serve clients who, who shut offices, who said, okay, it's time to, to work from home. Mm-hmm. And maybe actually we should took many companies, they are, especially multinationals, people left the country. Right. And of course, and we were wondering, how can we pivot on this? And I was saying that um, then it gave us motivation 
to push to to move on with the agenda of my service. Mm. And so my service now came into play. Of course, my service in the previous was just doing events. Mm. Events and events and events. And now my service has two wings. One wing is events and human resource, and the other one is going to be e-commerce. Mm. So soon we'll have a, a website where you can uh, purchase stuff, you can source services. It's um, it's something that you would say will have a, a bouquet of concierge services. Right. Uh, so that is how that has come to, and I can tell you it's not there yet. And there are so many uh, steps that we have. There are many stages of doubts that we've overcome already to get where we are. And now we have website. And I can tell you, it's not that, to be honest, we don't have like set money yeah. to start that business but we already have a fairly vision mm -hmm. and we can see it. Yes. And actually, if we wanted to wait to get even what we have already spent, we have already spent a lot of money in it, but when we were starting, we didn't have anything. But when you have a vision that consumes you and it's all about people, any resource that you can will come, you feed it. Mm -hmm. And that's how it grows. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, some people want to start big. Yeah. And the trick is you start a small Some step. Right. Make the first small step every day. And at the end of the day, it will be somewhere. Well, while others, when you are pandemic hits, crisis, it's the end of the story. You are, why is this happening? And of course, I think when the pandemic hit and you were all affected, in fact, yes, it was a big doubting moment. I say, Sasa. What does this mean? How do yeah. we yes. move forward? Like in the, your approach was more, okay, this is an opportunity to right. actually work and develop this idea that we have been sitting on for a while. Yes. Right? For you, when you hit with a crisis or a problem or a setback, rather asking, how can I make the most of this situation? Yes. And move forward. Yes. Um, what do we actually ask, ask ourselves? What is the new reality? Mm. Mm. How can we serve people in this new reality? Like so that. always, when you're doing something, offer a solution to a problem currently. Offer a solution. Okay. And they, when there's crisis, there's always a solution. Yes. And there's always an opportunity. Right. It looks different. No. How can I serve in the new reality? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And Transcendent Press is still going on. And now, right now, we have a few people working with us. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we have people focusing on different. Um, um, and right now, actually, I'm pushing a lot on my service and supporting my service. And like, for instance, tomorrow morning, we are going to Tanga mm. to help in a, a certain organization that a, a group of company uh, do their retreat. Okay. And so we are there to facilitate, but also to engage help them engage and help them relax, help them have fun right. and help them uh, focus. What do they need to attend for the next six months? Mm. So that is some of the things that my service does in its um, event and human resource. Oh, so okay. uh, we have a lot of team engagement and stuff, but um, the process is very important, yeah. always. And your book, The Process, is that's a major uh, title that you got for that book. And the process is very important because we are, whether we like it or not, we are always in the process. Mm -hmm. And either you are in a process that takes you, propels you forward, or in a process that yeah. propels you backwards. So you're always going somewhere, but you be best are those who know where they are headed.
So, so for example, you talked about you talked about your vision from the get go. Yes. This was your vision. Yes. So I just want to see you 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 had your moments of of, of doubt. Yes. Which you overcame by faith. Yes. I just want to see. I, I just want to understand those moments of doubt. How did you see God in that situation, which did not sway you from your original vision? Mm-hmm. So uh, sometimes, actually, it would go for long. I can tell you there are times that. Uh, let's say like when I was working at in rich Africa kuna wakati hata tulikuwa tunaela chakula bana tunanunua mio so unajua wale watu wana wanauza mio pingili zile eh bana sasa zingine tuna declare fast not out of faith you come back with that necessity right and we prayed and God made a way sasa zingine hatuna pesa ya kulipa kodi ya nyumba hapo yani it's 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 amazing but um at the end of the day you always have to tell your mind the right thing yeah. uh, pressure will come situations will come but what you cannot let is your mind to go mm. into thinking that you 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 give up yeah. and uh, i would say the trick is always always is tuning your mind right tuning investing in your mind in the even when the least you can do is to watch a podcast or a youtube that encourages your mind mm. where you, to remind you where are you going because i can tell you the your focus the, the thing that you focus on the most that's what you get yeah if you focus on the doubt if you focus on the your the heel past any the failures you've had you will not get where you're going mm. and your destiny something i always tell my i still serve the university student okay. so i do i talk to them about entrepreneurship when i do my i study my business missionary yeah. i would do when i we do camps because in that platform i i work through a young life to serve the university student and it's giving them the message of hope yeah. but also i bring them people like you mm. to speak to them people who are in the field people who have been into this right. because this is the opportunity and i know how effort it is and what i tell them is your destiny starts arriving today right. today is the first day of what you want So determine how you want your future to be. So, so how's the back that sense of execute? It's here yes. today. Now let's let's act let's on do, it. Yes. Right. If you are one that wastes a lot of time in social media, yeah. social media can be used for good or bad. Yeah. So it it's up to you also to determine. Mm. Uh, if you're still if every day you're spending I don't know how many minutes or hours just scrolling through facebook and also i'm sometimes a victim of this but yeah. i always evaluate myself i look at my my it has that thing yeah, that it is, tells screen time how much yes, how much yes, time you spent yes. on and i'm looking at uh, those i'm sand or work on the phone but it is important for you to evaluate yourself every yeah. day and sometimes it doesn't mean that you're not going to be caught in that trap but do you pause and reflect mm. because it's those small small steps every day right so we can't just dream but you have to make steps every yeah. day every day you have to make those steps yes. and uh, yeah university students is what i push uh, for them to finish school and i don't, actually i encourage others to just don't look just for a work mm. just get some place and because some people don't want to work until they get a pay job yeah just find something that you create value yeah the work will come later so i like i like how you you talked about in the beginning you said you worked you created value for yourself yes and then you were able to Yes. give that value to others even in ministry people were ministering to you before you started ministering to others yes. so from the beginning you were faithful to your vision yes always faithful to your vision i like there's there's a quote in the in the book just on faith it says basically uh, the power to tighten the grip in any situation is faith and the power to loosen the grip 
it's called doubt. I think it goes back to the the, the fact of being in the process. You either go forward, yes. which is you know be faithful to that vision, mm-hmm. or succumb to doubt, which yes. will take you backwards, isn't yes. it? Mm. Yes, yes. And doubt will come to everybody. Right. So, sir, me have a question for you, Victor. Yes, please. Kwa tumbo ha ha kufahamu kitu mbacho tujakiongelea mwanzoni ni kwamba Victor is a married man na ana watoto na hana watoto ana watoto wanne. Ebu ungeza angosha kwanza. Watoto wanne. Ebu elezea vizuri. Watoto wanne hao sio kwamba alizam mtoto kwanza. Ngabia pili, akaja watatu, akaja wana pana. Ni mapacha. Waliwasili kwa wakati mmoja. Watoto wanne ni mapacha muda huo huo. Muda huo quads. I guess I'm assuming your response to doubt how the effect and impact of doubt uh kwenye maisha yako before you were married. Um, after you were married but unajua without kids hmm. and now that you're a married man with, with kids. four kids ambao unajua yani hawa wakianza shule wanaanza shule pamoja hey. everything is happening <laughs> pamoja <laughs> times four their needs yani ni kwamba ziko same quadrupled all the time yes, yes. yes. sasa when you encounter obstacles unajua in your hustle unajua kwamba in your dream unajua kukutana changamoto uh, when things aren't working unajua kwamba ukiangalia mbele unaona kama huelewi vitu vinavyokwenda and you have those moments of doubt mm-hmm. how do you handle them now kwa sababu of course what's at stake is bigger than before sababu aku plan even the four walikuja tu sasa acha nikwambie kwanza tulikuwa na debate na wife um yeye alikuwa anataka watoto wane okay mimi nitaka wawi wawili kiuchumi lazima uwe mchumi so niwaambia sasa atukujua kwa kweli kama itatokea ni wane ila ilitokea sasa nika yani tulikuwa tunatania tania nikamwambia labda hiyo awe mapacha basi Mm-hmm. Na tani tani eh, 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 mungu eh. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, so it happened and um, the funny thing is i was not worried though i know it was a, a, a huge responsibility but i knew somehow at the back of my mind if god allows this to happen then he knows um, i am capable mm-hmm. i'm capable and um one thing i've come to realize even when you you are a business person uh you're doing all this you are working you can either be working for somebody or you're doing your own business there's one area you cannot neglect mm. your family mm. i can tell you for sure the trick about serving with joy and loving with joy and you know uh, there's that concept we were talking about earlier about uh, how are some companies so successful right. and others even if they have the right people when it comes to skill experience expertise they still die um and we were talking about the priorities some some of those that have uh, are through research actually this was a research by Harvard uh, oh, okay. uh and uh, they, they 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 said that ones that have uh, been successful over and over and over and over their priority is not profit the first priority is love mm-hmm. and then love for their employees and love for their um and the employees will definitely love their customers and love you in return um, as well yes and love you in return and and that is contrary to the other companies where priority is it's profit, profit and then customers and then employees uh so um my philosophy has been first it's god mm-hmm. uh, because all these things even when you love and that is 
coming from the wrong motive and perspective, it's useless. So love that comes from God is unconditional. Right. And that is the one that you will not be tired because even if you love your employees, there are some employees, even if you love them, they will, they will not love you back. Yeah. But you still have to love them. Mm. And that is for the good of your company. Mm -hmm. And so for me, uh, loving, I start my love at home. Oh, okay. uh, so I have to be successful in loving my wife, my kids. Being your first ministry. Yes, yeah. that's my first stage. Right. And when you have peace, and that that is my first success. Mm. And this is the one that triggers all the rest of the success. So every day I look forward to going home and I have a wife that will support my vision mm -hmm. and kids that I now I'm involved with them and I, they know they've come to my office. I get them involved in whatever I'm doing. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and that is how, because this life is about, you can't say you're, some people be busy so long as they have, they take care of the, the needs, the financial needs at home. They think that's it. And that's a problem because um, these people also, we need to lay a foundation for them. If your legacy is going to outlive you, mm. you need to start working on those young ones. Mm. It's the same way, even in a company, um, you should run your company as though one day you're not going to be there. That's how company live longer yeah. uh, because you start thinking about the end from the beginning. Right. Yeah, so... Uh, to come back to the family part again, it was it was um, it was a unique situation because even the place where uh, we, we our clinic that we went to, our doctor could not believe it. And when they did the sound, uh, what do you call it? CT scan. Is it CT scan? No, the, 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 the pregnant thing. Sonogram. Sonogram. Yeah, sonogram. Mm -hmm. They only saw three. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we went to a place uh, in Premier Care. It was, I think, it was Premier Care. Then the doctor saw the fourth, and man, that was fun and yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so honestly, it has been a faith story and yeah. and a huge blessing. It's a huge blessing. That's, I can't say um, there's a lot of hard work that was done into this, but I would say it's a blessing of God just choosing, okay, Victor, I'm just going to bless you with four kids at the same time. Mm. And actually, I thank God a lot because it saved me a lot of time and resources. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Because, you know, if I had this for staggered in two years, you know, it's you're going to do the same thing again four times. Yeah. But I got to do this One once. And it's such a wonderful experience seeing them. They are friends with each other. We'd go adventure together, so it's fun. Did you it's, describe your children as friends with each other? Yeah, like they are friends with each like other. <laughs> yeah, they are just unique and yeah. fun. So um, I think I think one other thing is is um, a lesson that you learned that I see from this about you being faithful to your vision. Yeah, and always having always what you need, even in this moment where you get four kids in one go. Yes. Imagine if you got that when you're just starting. Then this yes. would be a whole different story. Oh, yes. You get here. But then God had prepared you, even yes. financially, yes. Um, through ministry as well, through, through creating value, Yes. Uh, to this point where you have four kids and you're already a success story at this point. So you're able to do these things. Um, Honestly, I would say I don't take glory for all that. It's mm -hmm. only God who can help you to be able to see things and also to be. Right. Uh, because I believe um, the the potential is in everybody, mm. but how we decide to take advantage of what God has put in us mm. is what 
creates the difference between me and other people. Could you say that again? I, I think I'm mm. saying that uh, everybody is blessed. Right. But how do you see you? Mm. The way I see myself and how I respond to situations right. is what creates the difference oh. between me and other people. Right. And God will always place us. Maybe we, you are not placed in a place where you are getting four kids, mm. but there's another unique situation Six. in your life. Mm. that is equivalent of four kids. Right. How do you respond to that? Mm -hmm. Do you respond to that in grace and kindness and love? And, you know, and it's a huge blessing, but also it's a huge responsibility mm -hmm. because I can tell you for sure, however many companies I have or how much demanding the company is, I always have to dedicate time for my family mm -hmm. because so, that's the best. And, right. and I think... I've heard you in a different uh, occasion. Yeah. You have this religious commitment. Yes. Uh, of Can you tell us a bit about that? <laughs> so, um, I, I think um, so the people will talk about success, but you have to set up a success system in your life. Okay. And one of my systems in my life is that there's an uncompromisable time that I have to be with my family. Mm -hmm. Like for instance, I'm traveling tomorrow mm -hmm. because every Saturday morning I go to the beach, just me and the quads, the, the kids, and we play in the sand, we run and we play with the water and all that. That's my like my epitome of the week. Yeah. And because I was going to do that tomorrow and I'm traveling tomorrow, today it's a Friday. Mm -hmm. And early in the morning today at 6.30, I woke them up, we got into the car, and we went to the beach. Mm. Because I don't want to steal away that right. time from them. So that is something that how we are created, that um, this is very, very close to your life. And if you jeopardize mm. the responsibility that God already has given you, give that little he has given you, you're not faithful. Even the larger, yeah. he will not give you an opportunity to thrive. So this is a place where uh, it's not just because it's serving. Mm -hmm. I still have to be there. I, it's time. Mm. We'll have fun, but it takes time to prepare. To, to It's time, mm. which is also, in other words, I would say it is also serving. Yeah. So my first step of learning how to serve, it's serving my family. Mm. It's serving my wife. So one of the things that you do is, uh, I like that, the way you put it, you could create some success systems. Yes. So, so, uh, I, I like that. And I think one of the things we're going to follow through in a lot of the things that we do, uh, are consistent. Yes. So I think systems yes. uh, tend to create consistency. Yes. So, so, can you share with us maybe a few of your success systems, either in your personal life or in your yes. life? Yeah. So um, this is a recent one that I started during COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, I started working out like every morning around 6.30, I'm at the beach, I'm running. Mm -hmm. And I've come to realize every time I run throughout the day, I'm full of energy and I'm thinking clear. Mm -hmm. And um, this has been a routine and I cannot stop it. Yeah. So the other, that's a system of ensuring you're healthy. Yeah. And that is physical. Yeah. The other system I've set up is that I every week I have set up that I will have to feed my brain. Mm. 
I have to invest in my brain. Right. And there are very different avenues of investing in your brain. One is write, uh, reading. Right. Read, I know you guys are writers. And I think you cannot write if no, you are not a reader. No. And so I'm, I aspire to be a writer like you guys. But I think before I get there, I need to read a couple of books. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I will not say my wife can read like 52 books per year. <laughs> but I think on average, maybe I'll read maybe 12 or how many? I don't know. Okay. Uh, so I'm not a good reader yet, but I'm challenging myself. Like in this 40 days since 1st of, um, first of June, mm-hmm. I've given myself a challenge of reading five books. Okay. In 40 days? In 40 days. About a book a week? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, 40 days. So um, I'm, I'm still struggling, but it's, I'm pushing. Mm-hmm. So the thing I'm tying to is that you have to invest in your brain. Mm-hmm. Your brain carries every other part of your body and you, whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. it's, this is the thing that you have to invest in a lot of time, like mm-hmm. every day. Because how you, what you feed into your brain determines how you see things, how you respond to situations. And, you know, like, and so being very specific, intentional, the videos you watch, mm-hmm. And the, 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 the thing that you read, the books that you read. So basically, um, those are my two key, two key. Success systems. Yeah. Yes, yes. But make sure you feed your brain weekly and uh, energize yourself by working out. Yes. Put your body health on so physical day. health, mental health. Yes. And the last one is the spiritual. Well. The spiritual. The spiritual part. Because the spiritual part, um, also, this is the super the superpower part mm-hmm. of your life. Right. Um, and this is the engine that will drive every other. It's like the, the compass. Mm-hmm. Um, you always have, because sometimes we can feed our brains, we can be exercised, and it's easy to be proud. Yeah. It's easy to be full of yourself. Mm-hmm. And the spiritual part, um, so there's something we do in, uh, our organization called Young Life, where we we reach out to the young people. It's uh, I'm a part of it. It's not like my organization. Mm. Um, and we have something called list giving God mm. uh, the first. What do you call? Uh, we 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 say. It's like giving God. Like in the morning, you listen, mm-hmm. and read the word, mm. like a quiet kind of an environment. It's very, very important. Yes, yes. Giving God the first place. Mm. Yeah, giving God the first place. So you we, we read a scripture and you try to meditate about it and find out to hear, mm. to listen, to it. God will give you images. God will give you visions. Mm. It will speak to you. Maybe on things that you have to do. Maybe it's somebody that you need to go and meet and do something for them. Mm. So that is another discipline that I have endeavored to do. And I think... Those three are Mike. I would say those are the three. Uh, do I do them every day? Most of them I do. I would say 75%. Mm. But I would say there are sometimes I don't read my Bible for sure. Uh, and when I don't, I feel there's something. Mm. And then I, I'll, ref- I'll, I'll try to put myself into to the track again. Mm. Uh, so these but, are the un- uncompromised yes, uh, those. success plans. Yes. And sometimes when I'm lazy to read the Bible, when I'm jogging, there's a place where I've given, I put a system, like when I get here to there, I either put audio, mm. uh, Bible and listen, or that's the time I pray. And mm. that is, 
Yeah, so the other thing I've come to learn is that what is the thing, the strength? What's your strength? What is your routine? Mm -hmm. So based on what you do, then you try to build up into that. Um, th those things that you want them to be recurrent in your life. So improving, rather than creating a new routine, but rather improve on what you're already doing. Yeah. How yes. can you turn your routine into a positive Yes, experience? yes. Maybe most of the time you're driving around. Pray out your Bible in your, in your, yeah. in your car. Maybe pray a podcast. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's the other thing. So how, how important is it to build a routine? Because many people also don't have a routine. Today they wake up at this time, then they do this. How important is it to have a like a like a, a systematic consistent systematic routine? Um, routine is very important. I think it's actually one of the key component mm. of success. Because if you don't do the same thing, if you don't focus mm -hmm. and find mechanism to focus, yeah. are you not end anywhere? Mm -hmm. So um, that helps you make progress, helps you grow, yeah. and helps you to master that thing that you're doing. Mm. You are going to master it, and how, that's how you get good at that. And that's how value is built as well. Yes, and also you become your body when you have a routine. This is the other thing, which is biological, and I cannot uh, pretend to be very a good specialist in this. Is that you, when you do a routine, you're speaking to your body. This mm. is the thing I will be doing every day. Yeah. So your body is engineered in that particular system yeah. of thinking, of doing. That's that's the thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that also provides not only the intangible, but the tangible one. Because you, you can't be good at what you do if you're not healthy. You can't yes. be good at what you do yes. if you're not intellectually sound. Yes. So all these things build up to create this value that you can either give unto a company or even transfer to young individuals. Yes. Which is a huge part of your life. And that's it? good what you're saying. Because like, for example, maybe some people, it's easier for them to jog in the morning. Right. So if it's easier, go jog. Mm. Your body is going to be tuned into that systematic way of doing. And it's easier for me to build up into something else because I already know ah, I can be consistent. I have yeah. a history of consistency in this part. Yeah. yeah, so you can go and start now reading my book mm. every day. Or I can say, let me read my book every Sunday. I'm just reading nothing else. I'm just reading. After my service, I'm just reading. Mm. So that you, you have a history. Your body will will have that uh, history of yeah. uh, routine and yeah. consistency, and it's easy to build on that. It's like building that muscle memory mm -hmm. which you continuously. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, so we have been talking with Victor for, I think, over an hour now. Yep. Um, and we're approaching the end. And I think I'm sure everyone who's been listening, uh, you have definitely learned a thing or two from Victor. And I think to just recap some of the things that um, I've personally uh, learned from Victor, uh, and I think Henry will also chip in uh, from the beginning, is that first of all, I think you have to trust in the vision that God has given you. Mm -hmm. um, and trusting, and not, you know, I'm not just saying believing, but actually acting and acting fast. Right. Uh, shutting down whatever voices uh, that create or infuse doubt into, you know, your mind and your faith. Um, so trust in the vision that God has given you. Um, even if people around you and people who really uh, care for you and you care about don't necessarily align with it but if you believe this is from God then act fast and then of course the second thing that um, Victor has shared with us is that have the heart of a servant mm -hmm. uh, he gave an example of you know successful businesses in the world are not necessarily businesses that are prioritizing profit 
but are businesses that have been built with, on the ethos of love, mm-hmm. uh, loving their people who will in turn love their customers. Uh, and that is how you build sustainable businesses. Lakini, most importantly, that's how you build a sustainable and successful life. Kwa hiyo, always, always, always serve. Uh, and then, you have to always approach life with the mindset of creating value. Right. like a leech who's always looking to get, 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 but rather someone who's always looking to give, to meet needs, to solve problems. And when you do that, then value becomes the inevitable result. Right. Right. to meet the needs of your customers. And when you do that, then pesa unajua whether it's promotion whether it's new opportunities hivyo vitu vita vitakuja kwenye maisha yako and then of course something else that we talked about is building relationships kwamba hakikisha maisha yako yako centered on relationships that feed you right. um if you're someone who is spiritual make sure that you have spiritual friends who feed yep. into your faith and what you believe in but beyond that um hakikisha unazungukwa na watu ambao wana feed into the vision that god has given you right um kwa kile unajua kwamba he had mentors unajua he had a spiritual mentor he had a mentor in the area of business kwa hakikisha siku zote you are surrounded by people who feed into the vision that god has given you and then akasema kwamba hakikisha maisha yako kwa sababu unajua there's a book in fact i mbuguni recently released ambacho anazungumzia kwamba unajua kwamba god created the world with systems. Kwamba yani Mungu any the entire world it's built on systems because sababu systems don't create consistency and sustainability. Right. Um kwa hiyo you always have to create systems of success within your life. In your personal life unajua kama upo kwenye mahusiano au kwenye ndoa unajua kwamba how do you create a system that will sustain your relationship? If you're a parent how will you create a system that will sustain your relationship with your children? Ametoa mfano kwamba kwamba yani every Saturday morning he and his kids wanakwenda at the beach spend time and unajua that is when that's nourishing his relationship with his children that fosters that father sons and daughters relationship as well unajua kwamba and that joy uh, overflows into his other parts of his life kama biashara yake na mambo mengine um build routines kwamba hakikisha unajua you have this religious routines kwenye maisha yako unajua kama whether ni muda wa kuamka au ni mazoezi kufanya au ni kusoma whatever routine you need to build in your life ambazo zitakupush you towards the vision that God has given you and i think kitu kingine ambacho amekuniulia cha msingi ni kwamba don't let challenges stop you or hold you back lakini challenges need to serve as incubators ambazo zita pivot your vision kwamba okay kama ametoa mfano wa pandemic kwamba pandemic imetokea kuna clients ambao wanasema let's put a hold on this project lakini badala ya wao kaa nyuma kusema kwamba say okay maybe we should just sit at home uh, nothing is going on tutubiri pandemic issue wakasema okay maybe this is the time to work on this business idea that we've had for a long time right. kwa hiyo badala kuruhusu pandemic or crisis to hold them back uh, it's serving to actually propel them into a future ambayo maybe singetokea pandemic unajua ingekuwa pushed forward zaidi right. uh, so so those are some of the things that i have personally learned and i'm sure unajua somebody out there amejifunza na kime impact kwa maisha yake. So that that's me. I don't know about you. Hey man, you you've mentioned pretty much pretty much everything. You've covered the whole thing. But one thing I just want to say is like the overlining um feature about this is that serve God with love. Serve others with love. Don't worry about serving you because all these in in turn actually nourish you. You know, serving God in terms of he himself as 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 God, serving God and being faithful stewards of what he's given you, be it the vision, be it the family, be it the children, the wife, and then serving others, the people that you are going to serve. And I like it because uh, we joked around at the beginning about his, the, the title to to his company, my serve, my my service, right? I I asked him like, 
is this your service or is it the name of the company? He goes, no, that's the name of the company. I was like, okay, I see what you did there. So it's like almost like a constant reminder that not only towards the company, but just his life ethos is about serving. It's my service to you, God. It's my service to the people. It's my service to that family. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. This was really, really thank impactful. Thank you so much, guys. This is so good. Thank you so much for what you're doing. I believe that... Um, what you guys are doing is going to impact and change generations. Thank you. And don't stop doing this, man. Mm. Don't st- and do some YouTube. Yeah. Anyways, thank you for tuning in. Until next time, I am Ben Oden. And I'm Henry Sondo. Keep it real. Brother Victor. Asante. Asante, I see.